Hello everyone and welcome to HealthQuest 2.0. My name is Jacob. And my name is Kayla. And, and we are your co-hosts co taking, taking you on a HealthQuest. Quest. Join us as we inspire, educate, and share health information for you to elevate your health. Live purposeful, heal, and reach your full potential. We will teach you how to maximize the foods that nourish you on and off your plate. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Podcast 4. Today, we are going to be breaking down the most important aspect of primary food, and that is relationships. Today, we are going to talk about relationships, what type of relationships there are, and how to improve your relationships, and the depth of, and the, depth of the human connection, because after all, we are human beings in need of a human connection. Human connection is a very important aspect of health. When we lack human connection, we feel lonely, and loneliness can lead to many diseases. We experience human connection as soon as we come out of the womb. Our first connection is with our mother, as we experience the sensation of the human touch. It is important to know that there are several different relationships in our lives. I'm going to break down and define different relationships that we will have throughout our life. So, the different relationships that we will have in our lifetime would include romantic partners, mother, father, grandparents, cousins, friends, neighbors, co-workers, teachers, and bosses. We have a variety of relationships throughout our life. Yeah, that's absolutely right, Kayla. And then at the very core of our relationships, it's really just some form of human interaction and connection. But what that's going to look like is going to differ depending on the who and the what of the relationship, just like you mentioned. I think it's also important to note that any kind of relationship, whether it be a friend, significant other, a family member, they're not 50-50. They're 100%, 100%. So nobody's perfect, but that's really the mark that we should all be striving towards to give 100% in all our relationships, give 100% in support, 100% communication, 100% sharing the journey together, and 100% just all across the board. Um, so to work towards that 100%, we can do a little exercise right here. So I want all of you to think of someone right now that you have some type of relationship with, a friend, a coworker, family member, significant other, a mentor, whoever it is, and then pause the episode and write down seven small things that you can do for them. Uh, one way is write down like one way you can support them, one way you can surprise them, uh, tell them you appreciate them, how you can help them with your, their work, um, or one thing you value about them or you love about them. Just one tiny thing that you can do and write down seven of those. And now for the next week, do one of those things every single day and then just watch how it transforms that relationship and it's going to increase your feelings of self-worth and value. So it's just a win-win for everyone, really. You're going to feel better for taking that helpful action. The person on the receiving end is going to feel valued and the whole relationship is just going to become so much stronger for it. And that's what relationships are really what they should all be about, continual growth and that give, give, give mentality. The more we give, the more we receive. And it's almost like the scene from the TV show The Office where Andy and Dwight keep doing each other favors because they don't want to be the last one to do something nice for the other. Um, and so to me, that's kind of like the ideal relationship of any type looks like just an endless loop of giving and supporting and loving. Yeah, that's awesome, Jacob. I think that's really important to um, to note that relationships are give and take, and they um, all relationships should be. So let's talk about what we need in relationships. So we need many different things in our relationships. We need love. We need intimacy, meaningful conversations, 
presence, touch, sex, and a feeling of belonging and connectedness. Our relationship needs will change over time, and maybe you will need more friendship or touch during a certain time in your life. Our relationship needs will always change. It is important to identify what you need. Relationships allow us to share achievements and lean on others when we are going through a tough time. It is important to understand that no one person in your life can give you all of the things that I had listed. You need um, very different relationships um, in order to receive all of these qualities from a relationship and therefore we have many different relationships in our life. Relationships and social interactions are crucial to improve mental health and then leads to overall better health. Lack of social interactions can increase stress, weaken the immune system, and decrease um, cardiovascular functions. Yeah, there was actually a recent study that just came out that actually measured the effects of loneliness in relation to our health and immunity because of this situation that we all find ourselves in right now. Uh, so if you guys are listening and it's like a year from now, uh, right now we're still kind of in the thick of the coronavirus situation uh, with social distancing and quarantine and the face masks and loneliness is becoming a really big problem. It was Harville Hendricks who's a relationship expert that said connecting is our deepest desire and losing it is our greatest fear and right now we've lost a lot of that in-person connection and touch and it's really really hurting us so this study uh, its headlines read loneliness as big a killer as obesity and as dangerous as heavy smoking and it did a meta-analysis which is basically just like a massive massive study of 3.4 million people and the results showed that people who feel or who are socially isolated or who live alone are at a 30% higher risk of death. So can you believe that? So here we are staying at home away from people to hide and stay safe from a virus that really is no more dangerous than the flu. Um, but rather than keeping us healthy by avoiding said virus, we're probably doing way more harm to ourselves and our immune system from staying indoors so much. Our loneliness is skyrocketing. We aren't going outside to exercise or go in nature, and we're not getting as much vitamin D as we normally would. Many people's livelihoods are being stressed or destroyed, and that stress is even more detrimental to our immune system. So a lot of people are really, really hurting right now. Um, and we're just put into this environment that doesn't support healthy habits and doesn't support our immune system. So as things start to open up and then the flu season comes around the corner, I'm expecting a lot of people are going to be hit much harder and you know it's probably going to be classified as that second wave of the whole coronavirus because we already know that hospitals are being paid $39,000 to classify deaths as COVID even if that wasn't the actual or main cause of death. So like cancer patients, flu patients, chronic disease patients, um, my neighbors they actually had um, a friend of theirs die in a motorcycle accident and his death was labeled as COVID-19. Um, and so it's really just kind of a mess that we have going on right now. But to get back on track with relationships and health, it's very, very crucial that we feel a connection to others and have people that we can just go to and talk to and really be our authentic selves with. So I'd like to talk a little 
little bit about finding your tribe now because I think a lot of people out there really struggle with finding good high quality relationships. Um, you might often think that you don't fit in, you're on a different path than the rest of these people around you and you just really struggle to relate with them. This has been something that I've definitely been working on recently um, and I understand what you're going through and especially as a college student, it's hard to find and connect with people like myself and Kayla. Um, you know, health, business, and like a mission to serve are values not often found in a college campus setting, but you do the best you can. And a big shift for me was realizing that the law of attraction can only Get me so far with this one. I actually have to go out and make conscious efforts to start finding people like me and developing relationships with them. So let me kind of lay out basically two steps for you. So step one is to be truthful with, with yourself and learn to express your authentic self because your authentic self is going to get you in the door with the people that you want to be surrounded by. They're your people. And then step two is literally to just go to the places where these like-minded people are likely to be. So since I assume most of us here um, listening have pretty similar goals and values and passions and visions for the world. So these places could be health conferences, um, even like Institute for Integrative Nutrition, the nutrition school, uh, various Facebook groups in the health niche. You can search hashtags on Instagram for people. Um, and even your local regenerative farms where all these super healthy people are buying their food from. And then a big one for me was actually to create spaces where people would, like my tribe would almost come to me. Uh, last year, I started a farmer's market at my university. And through the whole process of creating the event with um, like-minded students and then hosting the event, drove all of like my people my way. But it doesn't have to be as big as starting a farmer's market. It could be as simple as starting like an online meetup group um, from like your social media connections. So those people who have your same interests, you can kind of get like face-to-face -face interaction with them um, or hosting like a small get together in your community for a healthy dinner. And that's really it. You just got to show your authentic self, go to these places where your type of people are likely to be and then start up conversations from there and make sure you leave with your phone numbers or like the social media so that you can all stay connected and move that relationship forward. That's great stuff, Jacob, about finding your tribe. And I think for a lot of us, finding our tribe, like you said, can be hard, especially for those people who fit out rather than fit in. Um, for those people who are maybe following a different path or live a life like, um, live a life rather than what society tells us it's hard for us to find our, our tribe and for me this has been a struggle my whole life and continues to be a struggle that um to find like-minded people but i have um had some great experiences where i have found like-minded people and i want to share that with you guys today so people who are like-minded people or people who are part of our your tribe are people who are really going to elevate your health and your soul's journey. People that are part of your tribe can be known as um, your soul family. So soul family means not connected by blood, but connected by energy. So your soul family has the same energy frequency as you. Um, they're on the same wavelength and they have like a similar aura as you. So these people um, may follow the same kind of path as you, have the same interests and passions, and also have the same purpose as you. 
as you meet these people, it's very um, magnetizing and we are very like drawn to them. It's very cool because these people um, can come into our lives in the form of friends, romantic partners, mentors. There's so much growth in these relationships um, and lots of work can be done in these relationships. So relationships can help us along our journey. We don't meet people by accident. They are meant to cross our path for a reason. Uh, Gabby Bernstein, a great spiritual teacher, has a great quote um, that she shares, and she says, my relationships are spiritual assignments for my growth and healing. So there is really no encounter in this world that is an accident. And when you understand that and tune into the people who show up in your life and keep showing up, you realize that encounters don't happen randomly. But you really need to pay attention and slow down and really witness that. And if you want to meet people who are from your tribe and from your soul family, raise your vibration. Like Jacob said, start speaking your truth. If you don't ever speak your truth and show who you really are, you're not going to meet your people. Um, another big thing is do like your inner work. So when you in align internally to who you truly are, your external world, world will fall right into place. The universe is always working for you and your highest good. So therefore, the universe is going to put you in places, situations, and it's going to place you next to people that you are meant um, to be in a relationship with, that you are meant to grow with, and it's so powerful. So I've met many people from my soul family, from my tribe, um, even though I've, like I said, I've struggled with finding like-minded people, um, but I have had many experiences with this. So last summer, I went through a big spiritual awakening. And I spent that summer really doing my own internal work, healing from my past um, and really making peace with my own healing journey um, that I had to go through with my health. And I really spent that summer just growing. I dove deep into life's deeper meanings and just did everything I could to um, really just elevate my health and raise my vibration. So then I stepped into like a new journey because I was going through this big transition at the time in my life. So two of the biggest things I discovered during that spiritual awakening was that hustle hustle of today's society is not the way to go and it causes burnout. Success is not just about doing all the things. Success is a constant balance of yin and yang, a constant balance of hustle and flow. We can't be in a constant go, go state. We have to have the calm in there to balance. I worried when I discovered this, that I would not find anyone else who could model this for me. The second thing I discovered was I wanted to help people right now. Right now, I wanted to start helping people on their health journey because I feel I had fully and completely healed from mine and made peace with my past. I didn't want to wait till after I graduated grad school to start helping people on their journey. I remember driving in my car. It was a summer day, super sunny out, and it was a wicked clear day, and I was driving, and, like, I had this download come, and all I could hear in my head was holistic health coach, and I was like, that's how I'm going to help people. I didn't even know a holistic health coach. I didn't even know if it was a profession. I quickly pulled over in a stop-and-shop parking lot, and I looked it up on Google to see if this was actually a real thing. Um, I knew nothing about becoming a holistic health coach, and but I had a deep knowing from within that this was the next part of my journey. 
So weeks after my awakening, um, as I returned to school, I, I met a professor of nutrition, a holistic health coach, and someone who modeled the life I exactly woke up to during my awakening. This person was living a more balanced life than the rest of the world and is now one of my mentors. So the point of the story and why I share this with you guys is the healthier we are and the more imbalanced we are with who we are, the more in tune we are with our souls, the more we will be in the exact place at the right time to meet these people that are here to help us and just people who are our tribe. Yeah, yeah, that was a really powerful story. And I just want to emphasize again that all relationships serve to teach us and to help us grow. Everything happens for a reason and it's all for us. It's not against us, even if it may feel that way at certain times. I actually have like this tarot card deck from Gabby Bernstein and today's card that I pulled said, the moment I embrace my peace within and surrender the outcome is the moment that the universe can truly get to work. And so there's this really common theme here with health, relationships, and everything. Just don't get in your own way. Put your trust in the universe. Be your authentic self and let things happen how they're going to happen and on its own timeline. Um, so like you mentioned, your, your huge awakening and becoming your authentic self, Kayla. And like that's what I'm talking about. That's step one. It's um, to improving your relationships in your life is to cultivate that awareness and awareness of your authentic self, who you really are, what you really want, where you want to go, who you want to be around. Um, you need to know where you are at to start moving forward. So I highly recommend everyone who's listening um, to kind of like freehand journal on these topics and ideas after this episode so that you can have the sense of clarity and purpose when pursuing your relationships and your health and your goals so that you can also have this big awakening like Kayla. Thanks, Jacob. That was awesome. Um, so guys, let's talk about now, like how to improve your relationships and just nourish the relationships that you have in your life right now. So um, I'm going to talk about the safe conversation from um, Haverhill Hendrick. And he has um, this safe conversation and it's three steps um, he talks about how to like maximize your relationships. So step one is going to be mirroring. So saying things to people like just really being present with them and saying things like, so you're saying, is there more about that you want to share allows that person to just really feel listened and you are like mirroring back to them and allowing them to speak their truth. Um, validation is number two and it's accepting someone's truth. And saying, like, yes, I see you, I hear you, like, I accept you, and I understand, like, what you're going through. Um, step three is empathy. Uh, and I believe empathy is a great foundation um, and can really be powerful and bring up meaningful social interactions. We feel so good when someone shows empathy for, um, for us and what we're going through. So saying things like, I imagine you might be feeling really stressed during this time, you poor thing, I understand this is hard for you. Now, you may not know what that person's experience um, is like, and you may never have been in that person's shoes, but you can empathize that these things that they're going through may be hard or stressful. Um, appreciation is a huge thing. Like, it adds value to the relationship. Like Jacob said, like, saying things like, I appreciate you for this, um, is super powerful because when people feel appreciated, 
they will do more than what's expected. Have you ever had a boss who made you feel super appreciated? Well, if you did, you probably wanted to come to work the next day. You probably wanted to do more work than you were asked. Um, let go of judgment and just let that person speak, tell their story, tell, the, tell their truth, and just be authentic with you. What you nourish grows. Relationships are the most important aspect of our primary food. And just like we have to eat, we have, we have to have relationships. We all are in relationships. Um, therefore, practice how to deepen these relationships um, and share the human connection. Relationships should be looked at as a sacred, um, as something sacred and, you, and should be nourished for your health as well as those you love. You will meet people who are on the same wavelength as you or from your soul family, from your tribe, but you'll also meet people who are not like-minded as you and not from your tribe. But each of these relationships you encounter in your life is indeed not an accident and it's for our highest good always. Yeah, like you said, what you nourish and focus on grows. That's, that's absolutely right. And so when it comes to relationships, we all need the mindset of seeing just potential and like uh, what's there in our relationships. So let go of the negativity and the judgment because those just create anxiety and anxiety blocks access to higher brain functioning. And that's when we start to make poor decisions for ourselves and for others. If we judge, we cannot love. Those are two incompatible modes of being and existing. And you just can't have both at the same time. It's simply just not possible. Um, and this is where we all have room for improvement. So your number one job after listening to this episode is to move closer to love. Let your thoughts and emotions and being come from a place of love. That's, gonna, that's how you're going to help your relationships flourish. Not by blaming others and trying to force change upon them, but by showing love. Let your love inspire, pull people in, and show them what's possible. Once you do that, just sit back and let the universe work its magic. So that's going to wrap up today's episode, guys. Thank you all so much for listening. If you learned anything or heard something that really stuck with you in today's conversation, do us a favor and take a screenshot, share it to Instagram, and then tag us at healthquest2.0. Then if you could leave a review wherever you're listening, it would really mean the world to us. We're also starting a HealthQuest 2.0 newsletter which we'll definitely share more information in the coming weeks. But you can find the link to sign up in our Instagram bio, and you can expect first looks at our newest episodes, bonus content, and then other special information that's really going to catapult you along as you go on your own health quest. So be sure to check that out. Have a blessed day, everyone. This has been your hosts, Jacob and Kayla.